Welcome to the Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Athletic NBA Show, Monday through on The Athletic Podcast Network. Hello, Athletic NBA Show listeners. I'm Dave DeFore. I wanted to share some exciting news. The NBA Daily Ding is moving permanently to the Athletic NBA Show feed. That's right. Monday through Friday, you're going to be able to catch up on all of the previous night's action in the time it takes to make coffee. Fancy coffee. So join me, Andrew Schleck, Trevon Edwards, Keith Parrish, Jared Weiss, our special guests, and your favorite athletic beat writers as we break down the previous night's action and all of the news from the day before. Your friends are going to think you're a basketball genius. Be sure to tell them why, though. Make sure you check us out Monday through Friday right here on the Athletic NBA Show for the NBA Daily Day. I tortured tortured the Raptors for choosing Scotty Barnes. And it it took me it took me like three times watching him to be like, oh man, I was so fing wrong. Jade, clip, Jade, that. clip that clip. Yep, yep, we go. We both had the same note too, bro. That is yeah. That's a rare moment right there. Bro. New York strip steak. This is the basketball bus. Brace beef short ribs. With Zach Harper and your favorite athletic writer. Mad at me, bro. I'm gone. Welcome to the Basket Buds edition of the Athletic NBA Show podcast on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm Zach Harper. Jade Hoyt is producing. On the show, we got Trevon Edwards. We got Mo Dakiel. We've got Jay King. We got James Edwards III. And we got a rookie class, gentlemen, that is already incredibly fun. And here's the thing. Cade Cunningham, Jalen Green, Jalen Suggs haven't even really gotten going yet. And this rookie class is already insane. But... James, you saw the debut of one Cade Cunningham Saturday night. Finally yes. got on the court after what was an ankle injury that was bothering him. And yep. um, and granted, like didn't go great in terms of his personal scoring. But from what I saw, it's got an incredible feel of the game. And I was impressed, even though he didn't he didn't perform all that well. What did you see from Cade Cunningham? No, exactly that. I think. Obviously, people who are box score watching are going to get caught up in that he was one for eight, no for five from three. But, I mean, as you guys know, shooting is a rhythm thing. He just started five on five last week, uh, hadn't, didn't play the whole preseason miss camp. So you, you didn't expect him to shoot well. But the way he internalizes the game, picks up on things, um, they were tra- Orlando was trapping him. Literally, his hadn't even taken five career dribbles, and Orlando was tra- trapping him off the pick and roll. The way he he picked that apart at times early on. Uh, defensively, he really got after it. Yeah, I thought it was a good debut, minus the fact that he just couldn't hit a jump shot. I mean, you, you saw the signs of a guy who's, at minimum, just going to be a really good player for a long time. The, the thing I liked most about it with Cunningham, even though he was struggling, was he was still doing other things. Wanting to get seven rebounds. You know, like he's still yeah. involved. Like it wasn't okay, I'm not shooting well, this is a bad night, I'm just going to suck tonight, right? And like we always talk about it with guys, can you do other things? It was kind of nice to see that from him in his first game back, going like, all right, I'm struggling here, let me pick up the slack elsewhere. It goes a long way. Yeah, I mean, they haven't lost. Cade Cunningham. One and zero. That's facts. Yeah, that's facts. There you go. Um, who's everyone's favorite rookie so far? Like, Trey, who's, is there anyone that's like really grabbed your attention? Well, since this is like the the best class since 2017, um, I think it's been changing for me. Um, I know I picked Jalen Green as uh, my rookie of the year, but I'm high on Evan Mobley. He's good, man. He's really I think, good. I think, he's so I think good. he's probably going to. I think he's going to pan he's out so to be right away. Yeah, I think he's going to pan out to be the best out of this group. But I feel like, you know, maybe Jalen Green or. Um, you know, someone else ends up getting rookie of the year. Um, I even like the kid Giddy out of, you know, OKC. Um, There's just tons of talent out here. You know what I mean? Like different guys, you know, doing different things. Um, but, yeah, you can you can you can watch their game and tell that, you know, they 
are, you know, at least going to be good. And it's not really to a point where they are hitting a learning curve. You know what I mean, like certain things in the learning curve, especially for like Jalen Green is like, yeah, small fixed things. You know, their team is just isn't good. You know what I mean? But if he was surrounded by someone and his his role was a little limited, um, he would be talked about a little bit more. And I think yeah. that since he's high usage, he's going to go through some growing pains. And then you yeah, look at I think Evan he's Mobley. Build, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then you look at Evan Mobley, you know, they have a fun young core, but like this dude is on both ends, you know? Like he might be getting 17 points, but. He's not going to miss a night where he's not getting 10 rebounds, you know? So, like, I think he's going to be right there. And I think K-Love and, you know, uh, it's going to be, like, very instrumental in his career. But then also him and Jared Allen, if they can keep those two together, I like I like what Cleveland could possibly build. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I always have this rule, and and it's and it's almost always right. Of look, don't talk, don't talk to me about rookies defending, right? Like, rookies, like, they're not going to make an impact <laughs> defensively. Except we got two. We got two in this class, like Evan Mobley and Scotty Barnes. Like these dudes can actually impact the game defensively in a positive way right away. And it's like, and it's like, I think the last one was like maybe Matisse Thibel was was yeah. one of those dudes. And then it's usually just like, I don't know, Kawhi Leonard was the one before that. Like it's just, it's you never get rookies who know what they're doing because the game's really hard. And yet these all, two right away are amazing. Shout out to Coach Hamilton out in Florida State. He. Oh, he's producing. He's some out there producing, players. and I don't. Yes. I don't know if they're getting enough love as they should. Um, but you know, he had been putting Scotty out there in full court, picking up full for for the longest, you know, and, mm-hmm. and kind of preparing him for this moment. So, I think he's going to pan out really well for them. And like I said, I know the Raptors fans don't want to hear that, but I, I could see Siakam out of there, you know, because they can they can kind of lean towards these two, you know, what I mean, OG and and Scotty. Scotty Barnes has blown me away. Like just the level of feel and then the shooting he's shown from mid range, not, not three yet, but like when guys lay off him, he's confidently shot it. He's already like physical enough, strong enough, athletic enough. And then the feel is just really, really impressive. Um, He's been from the start, an impact player for a team that's probably overachieving right now, especially with Siakam out. I don't. I don't agree that Siakam necessarily has to go. I think all those guys fit together. You've got like three, six, seven, six, eight dudes that are super long and and can do different types of things. Like Scotty Barnes is just kind of he fits anywhere because he can he can play off the ball. He's a very good cutter. Like just just the the IQ on him has just been really really impressive for a rookie. And then like like Zach said, the the defense. This dude is polished, and yeah. and he can guard a whole bunch of different positions. He's strong as hell. Like he he's already rebounding at a really high level right away. I I, I tortured tortured <laughs> the Raptors for choosing Scotty Barnes, and it it took me it took me like three times watching him to be like, oh man, I was so fucking wrong jade clip that that. clip yep yep (laughs) we both had the same that's a a rare that's a rare moment right here hey zach i got a question for you yeah if we you know thinking about the redraft which we normally do down the line oh can we redraft one week one week (laughs) you want to redraft one weekend let's do it you know what fuck it let's do it let's Let's get irrational let's 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 be let's be irresponsible with this right here right so thinking about a redraft what changes? Who's wrong? Well, the Pistons have never lost when Cade Cunningham takes the court, so I still think he goes number one. <laughs> um, that's a good question, man. Like I, I know like there was some discussion. I don't know how real it was for the for the Rocket side of it. I think they were pretty locked in on Jalen Green the whole time, but there was some discussion of like, Oh, maybe they should take Evan Mobley and the rocket side of that was, well, we have Christian Wood, which I'm just like, okay, I mean, (laughs) yeah, you sure do. Um, But as we're seeing, right, like Evan Mobley can play with another big and can play with another big. Who's like pretty centered around the rim. Two other bigs. Yeah. He can play with two other, big. yeah, exactly. (laughs) He might be playing shooting guard tonight. Who are we? Like, I mean, (laughs) like he's, yeah, like he's, he's pretty versatile and especially like, that's usually the problem defensively, right? It's like, where's this guy going to guard and he can guard everywhere. And so I do think there's an interesting idea of like, what if the Rockets considered Mobley? 
I still think, you know, Jalen Green's still my type of player. So I'm, I'm going to believe in him long term. I still think he's going to be like a 25 a game guy pretty early in his career and it won't be a detriment to the team. So I still don't like if you're if you're a Rockets fan, you're like, no, of course we still take Jalen Green. Like, sure. Like, I, I don't think there's a problem with that. I do like the idea, though, of Evan Mobley as their franchise big. But the other thing, too, about Mobley that doesn't get talked about is his passing, right? Like, he's pretty solid as a passer, not just sort of he only is getting about 2.6 assists a game. But, like, when I watch him, he's throwing passes that leads to fouls, things like that, high-low situations when Kevin Love gets in good spots and things like that. Like, I love Mobley. I'm sorry. I'm taking Mobley one. Ooh. Wow. I know, I know the Pistons really, 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 really like Mobley, so – I mean, if they have a week-long sample size, yeah. <laughs> just off a week. <laughs> just off one week? <laughs> this might be the dumbest thing we've ever done. No, so, I, okay, I so still go, you, Kate, You've released multiple diss tracks, Yes. Jay. I don't think this is the dumbest thing we've done. I was that's, screaming that's at the, the Heat were going to come down, come back from down 0-3 last year in the first round. Like, I don't think it's the dumbest thing we've done. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Scotty Barnes has to be if, if Cade and Mobley are off the board Scotty Barnes is next to me even though I was screaming at the Raptors for not yeah. taking Jalen Suggs and I th- still think Jalen Suggs is going to be great uh, I like I am all in on Jalen Suggs yeah, he's just not hitting shots but he like I like the way he's playing yeah but Scotty to me like the floor is so high and and the ceiling is really high too especially if he becomes a better shot maker and and shot creator as as he continues like he can already do so many different things does david i also like what i saw from uh i I like what i saw from him and franz bogner i didn't think he would come in and i thought he would be one of those guys that needed a while to acclimate he's looked pretty good and it might be because it was fresh in my head and he played well against detroit last night but he's been solid in the other games i've seen of him i like he's making shots he he gets after it Yeah. yeah one other guy i like is Chris Duarte from Indiana shooting thirty nine percent from three, and he's just yeah. he is getting them up one time for him one time for old man. rookies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Twenty four <laughs> years old, but yeah. And Jay's right; it's literally like he touches it. I'm like, he's it's going up. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and they've run plays for him in crunch time. Yeah, he's a gunner, mm-hmm. dude. I was, he, he quickly earned the trust of Rick Carlisle. I was watching him against the Nets, and I was just like, yo, this dude has no fear. But yeah, then again. <laughs> Again, I don't want to play the whole age thing. Um, I think it's kind of good for him to shine in these type of situations because, you know, maybe it helps seniors, you know, coming into the league next year, you know, like where it can shift it. And, you know what I mean? It changes the viewpoint of the one and done. You know what I mean? Like you want to get a a guy that's kind of been experienced or et cetera. But, yeah, no, he can go, man. I still wanted him to be a a Nick, but – you know, I think it works out, especially with Karis, how he gets all the looks. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I really like, um, I like Trey Murphy in New Orleans. Yeah. Like that yeah, dude, can, nice. that dude's a good shooter. Like he, I, I think he's going to be a really nice role player. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. I've seen. Oh, what about the, the other dude in Toronto? Uh, Banton. <laughs> Raptors fans are crazy about him. Raptors fans are crazy. Yeah. Period. He's fun. Ra- he's fun. He's energetic. He's energetic. <laughs> he's a fan favorite. Um, going to make the right play. Like um, I saw, I saw Raptors. He's playing ahead of up, Goran Dragic. Up and down, yeah, crazy. yeah, up and down the timeline. Like, yo, Ben, this Ben, that. Like, it was the first game, and I think they wait, they played the Wizards that game, maybe. And so when I had checked, the Wizards were blowing them out, and I was like, oh, he must have brought them back. I looked, I was like, nah, it's still like a sixteen point game. I was like, well, he must be killing. I looked, it was like six points, three assists. I was like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> like, come on, that's Toronto this? fans. What are you talking about? That's Toronto fans. <laughs> but also, isn't he a Canadian born? Uh, player, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, now they're riding for their own for show. Yeah, I mean, I, I like it though. I like it. I mean, I got a chance to see him in preseason, and you know, he came in immediately with energy. Uh, injury, in, energy, and dropped a dime, got a rebound. Mm. You know what I mean? He's pushing the pill like 
and 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 getting everybody involved like how can you not like a guy like that you know i mean he kind of gives me sometimes batoonish you know being able to handle mm. the ball so okay. um again i still need to see some more shooting and stuff like that but yeah um he's going you know if he can stick around i definitely could see him you know being in a rotation or playing a big part with their um development as far as the the rebrand of the raptors my man Herb Jones deserves a shout out too with this rookie class. Starting six out of seven games so far for the Pelicans, playing like 25 games a night. One of the best defenders in the rookie class for sure. And has actually scored in double digits twice the last couple of games. So I've, I've, I'm a huge Herb Jones guy. Now, he does so much. Now is he's he, a horrible, horrible shooter. Yeah. But is he, he does so much, right? Because he's good, or is he playing because Pelicans right now? Yeah, Jay, six out of seven starting for the Pelicans is not a uh, yeah, that's really a, a stat there. That's like wow, that's, that's amazing. Got a bit of an injury issue right now with some of this. I stuff. can't wait. I can't wait for Miss Jones to be like, yeah, Jay King. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? The, the Jones, that's right, the my Jones baby, family. Mr. Jones and me, man. Wait, what are you doing here? What you, wow. You trying wow. to, you try to do the counting crows? Yeah. Like, what's, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> the man can defend. No, I like he's it. An no, absurd he's, defender. no he, he is good, but I do think a little bit of that is just some of those uh, positives you mentioned were just like, yeah, Pelicans. That's what's happening right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's part of it. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not the best team in the NBA right now. Yeah. Um, he's struggling. But he's, he's, he's still earned a role. He's a second round pick, earned, earned a big role right away. What about uh? What about well, was given a big role right yeah. away? <laughs> <laughs> what about uh? What about Josh Giddy? I know there seems to be some some thoughts by some certain podcasters on the Athletic that think the Oklahoma City Thunder have a negative spotlight from national media, and I can't imagine why. It must be the egregious tanking that's going on. Maybe that's the reason, and we're just doing what we did with the Sixers, only in a much less vitriolic way. Um, <laughs> select. Uh, sorry, um, I had a little bit of a frog <laughs> in my throat there. Uh, but um, but what about like Giddy's? Actually, I did not think much of him. I especially didn't think much of him in the few minutes I saw in summer league because like seeing someone yeah. dribble in person can really he make dribbles a like he's a stick figure right he, yeah, he, like, <laughs> like he dribbles like a bad so like stiff. bad like video game animation right like it's it, like it really but but he's been good so far like he's moving the ball he's actually making shots like he's been he's had a better start than i assumed he would i mean he has a yeah. 5.7 to 2 turnover or uh, assist a turnover ratio. That's pretty solid for a rookie. That's good for a rookie. Yeah, that's and good, a six eight yeah. rookie who's running point guard a lot yeah. of the time. Like he's got game on a shit team. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's going to be that for a little bit. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm no, I'm, I'm commending his turnover ratio being on a shit team. Yeah, I'm giving I'm giving him props because I I like Zach. Watch very little Josh Giddy because he didn't play, but I think they opened against the Pistons in summer league, and I'm just like this dude. Like I said, dribbles like he's a stick figure, and I was already like on my podcast, like he's trash. He's going, he's gonna be back in Australia in a year, so I owe him an apology. Damn, uh, unlike Jay, he's going was, hard will, on him like that. Yeah, I will apologize Yo, to you, Josh. You, the, funniest, nice. the funniest thing during that game in summer league, the few minutes he was out there, is we were sitting next to our our former Yo, why colleague. Why did he go Big so Waz. hard against Josh? Hold on, no, no, watching, it, watching, it Waz, worse, watching Waz tweet. Yo, this kid like Thunder might have made a mistake after like the first minute of summer league, and, <laughs> yeah, the, he did. and the onslaught of like Thunder fans just hammering his mentions, and he's reading them out loud and cackling that Waz laugh that we love so much. Like, yo, he was here for all the chaos and and i'm seeing him now like i see him he is just shitting on the memphis grizzlies left and right on twitter and i know it's just because he's getting the rise out of grizzlies fans and i'm, I'm dying every single time but yeah that's what i think of josh giddy i was like i just remember was just like just trolling which was just funny because it was his first play in summer league yeah i think was, he turned it over right no, yeah. he drove by and got a dunk Oh, and then sprained oh, his yeah. ankle <laughs> and it yeah, was oh right. he's a he bust <laughs> he was, <laughs> I was like wait a minute <laughs> I forgot about that's that a crazy, he just that's trash a crazy way to write it. somebody off yeah. <laughs> he just looked trash man I don't know what it was he didn't look comfortable with a basketball it was just weird like, and clearly he looks comfortable now but he just it looks weird when he dribbles it does I think yeah. what you said the earlier thing, was the best thing that like, he looks like a video game animation yeah, it was that he was at Ben Simmons camp four years ago. <laughs> that just n- not only did that make me feel old, but it was just like, did they yeah, shoot man. at this camp? 
Like, oh. what were they working on? <laughs> it was all passing. <laughs> passing a defensive slide. They did a photo shoot. <laughs> Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training just in time for summer and warmer days. I know I'm looking outside right now. Sun's out. Birds are chirping. It's time to start getting outside. Uh, I know that I like to get outside and play basketball with my kids and Honestly, I need to get into a fitness routine in order to keep up with these guys. And Peloton is there for me. Peloton's varying class links were designed with your training plan in mind. Personalize your workout, whether you'd like to add a 10-minute core session at the end of your strength class or take a 60-minute power zone ride to increase your endurance. Peloton classes are designed to help focus on your needs and goals. Peloton's classes were made to challenge you. There are a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, full body strength, or marathon training, all created to grow your skills or push you to improve in what you're already excelling in. Peloton's program and instruction push you to be your best. Their expert coaches and nonstop vibes will push you to new levels of strength and endurance, keeping you on your toes while giving you the professional coaching you need. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run indoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. Get your head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Um, any other any other thoughts on the rookie class before we move on here? Any other shout-outs we want to give? Um, good? I would like Denver to play Bones Highland a little bit more. Yeah, yeah some yes, nice please, minutes yeah, against Minnesota last night. I want to see more Bones. That's it. It's probably better phrasing than that, but we'll move on to a game I like to call. I like to call buy or buy. What do we believe in? Are you buying it or are you saying bye to it? Throughout North America and Europe, plus, I'll take it. It's kind of confusing. It's not great on the audio medium, but uh, you guys get it. Uh, we'll figure it out. All right. Bye-bye. See you later. Let's start with the Pacers. <laughs> well, that's not that's not this game. That's the next game. That we, yeah, okay, so say, well, we're not going to start with the Pacers. Date. We'll start with the five and one Washington Wizards, who are really fun to watch. They had a reckless game against the Celtics Saturday night. That went into, did it go double OT? I think, I think it was double OT, and it, it, it was, sure did. Yo, it, <laughs> that's, the, that's the man. That's that's. That's the voice of a man who had to write about it. And, and neither uh, team scored for like 10 straight minutes. No, and it was just the, horrible. I don't know what the hell the Celtics were doing. Like the Wizards were running some of the worst AAU offense you can imagine. <laughs> like I was like, someone passed the ball. Like it was crazy. <laughs> they end up winning the game though. They've beaten the Celtics twice. They beat the Hawks. They beat the Pacers, beat the Raptors, lost the Nets. They're on a little three game win streak. Uh, they're they're going to be tonight, Monday night in Atlanta. So get another chance at the Hawks uh, to go up 2-0 on them in the season series. But this Wizards team, are you buying them or are you saying goodbye to them? Jay, I'm going, I'll, I'll buy them from the fact that they're better than they were last year. They have more respectable players. Than they did last year. Like mm-hmm. last year, it was Bradley Beal. Are they respectable Russell, though? Russell Westbrook and not that much. I mean, they have they have like legitimate players now. They they've got KCP, they've got Kuzma, they've got Trez, they've got Spencer Dinwiddie. Like that's a cast of dudes that they didn't have. Bert, Bertans can shoot the heck out of it. Like they have some players. I I think they're going to really the chip struggle. on the shoulder team. Honestly, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, all those, gotta, all those guys gotta, have something to prove. They feel like they've been either disrespected or cast away from their teams and yep. and are now trying to like make it work. But then also the doubt every time you go into watching a, a a Wizards game, you look at like how much efficiency and control Dinwiddie has. And, you know, with Bill and, you know, him being, you know, the option one of the team and, and then, like you said, you throw in those other pieces where sometimes randomly Kyle Kuzma goes off. You got Trez giving some good minutes, and 
you can go down the line and and they put it, they put it together and win and i think that's the, the 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 sleeper part about the wizards so i'm also buying oh i i bought them when we did our preview sh- thing a few weeks ago zach i was saying they were going to be a, a, at least a play in lock like this team's doing so like all the pieces they have fit together a little bit better trading russ and then getting four or five guys that all make sense shockingly denny advia is looking a little bit better like everybody's kind of improving kcp comes in and does a little more defensively and helps them along the way bradley beal's bradley beal he's freaking awesome that's that's that and then he hasn't even, and he hasn't even played that well he hasn't right? well he hasn't played that efficiently i should say he is playing well he's playing good basketball he's just not making shots yeah we're not even in the he's not in the fully flow of things and they're winning games and they're getting things done so i'm i'm with them i'm buying putting my money on them they're not gonna be great though like that interior defense can be very very bad when the celtics just kind of put their shoulders down like it was just trez back there when gafford got hurt it was Burton's at center sometimes they're yeah. gonna, they're going to do some fu- funky stuff in the middle sometimes, but th- they do have a lot of decent players. When Rui gets back, like they've got some size on the wing, they've got some athletes on the wing that they just didn't have last year. Yeah, they'll get Thomas Bryant back at some point in the mm-hmm. in the season. I like him, although coming off ACL, I don't know if you can expect much from him. Yeah, I mean Gafford's gonna he's gonna have to be healthy and he's gonna have to be what we saw out of him second half of last season um, for that to really take off. But yeah, like I I like the depth of this team. Uh, Kuzma, Kuzma's been super weird. Um, like watching that game Saturday night, there were so many situations where like defense on a Euro step. <laughs> yeah. What was that? <laughs> but also, but he's made some plays, and there's just something where like if you could speed up his decision decision making in the half court by like a half second, like they had some situation where if he just like a split second earlier makes that pass to Beal on the wing or makes a pass to somebody in the corner or whatever. They have the shot. He was just a little late, so it allowed the defense to recover. But he's he's playing pretty solid basketball. It's just not quite good enough yet. But he's been – I mean, Trez – I thought Trez was done after last year. I was like, oh, this dude does not have any more. He's at least, like, getting to play more of his game. And I think he's – I think there's a tipping point with how much you can play him. Like, 30 minutes a game I think is way too many. Um, and that's what he's at right now because of injuries. But I, I would prefer that in like the 24 range. Uh, but he's played well. Like you can't deny like he's playing well. So, I mean, I love Spencer Dinwiddie. So I'm all in on that that backcourt. Uh, I'd like some more minutes for for Aaron Holiday because I'm a huge Aaron Holiday guy. But that's just a selfish thing. <laughs> you being selfish? No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hold on, hold on, Jay's, hold on, Jay's hold on, hold on. boy, Jay's boy, Corey Kispert, uh, can't hit a shot, but I know, I just know you like him because he's a white <laughs> no, guy. No, he did not. He did not look good against the Celtics. <laughs> how is Aaron Holiday a Zach Harper? What are you talking about, guy? Like that? He's not really in your mold. You can shoot. Yeah, that's a good point. You can shoot, but he's not a gunner though. Like yeah, he's, he's not a, reckless. He's he's a more of a role player One, type. There's you, not a, you mem- there's like not the a member. There's not a member who think they're the greatest the thing. players in he's world the, history. Even he's though the anti Plumley or anti Zeller in that I like every single member of the Holiday family. Big Drew guy, big Justin <laughs> guy, big Aaron guy. Like like them all. All right, that's fair. Yeah, big so fan of the holidays. Big fan of the holidays. Yes. Yeah, that, that's fair. Why why are a lot of the the brother duos or trios in the NBA white. Like, I feel like there's an inordinate amount of white brothers. When you get to the trio, right? Yeah, like the the Plumleys, the Zellers, like percentage-wise, that's just, it's got to be, like, absurdly improbable. Where are you going with this, Jay? I'm just having to talk about <laughs> he's white trying, brothers. He's just trying to figure out how do we get Marshall Plumley back in the league. That's what <laughs> is that, that what it, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we're all in on the like Wizards. Even the Wagners, the yeah. Wagners, like just just a lot of white brothers. Just to yeah, I, don't, the- I don't know that Mo's going to stick around. Not Ducky, well, yeah, him too. But I don't know that Mo Wagner's going to stick around uh, a whole long, a whole long time. But you know, seem- forgetting the Lopez. Does Kispert have a brother? Does Kispert have a brother? I mean, <laughs> I probably. <hope> <laughs> I thought you were part of the family, Jay. I figured you would be. <laughs> you'd be fully know the tree by now. All right, we the kings, the kings can all hoop. We, uh, I, I don't believe that. Uh, we can. Uh, <laughs> I don't know which brother it is. One of your brothers wants to get lit the fuck up by me, and I can tell you, it'll it can happen anytime. You guys would end up fist fighting on the court. No lie. Oh, does he? Does he? Does he throw punches when he gets lit up? No, <laughs> you, you. He would be in your shit. 
jawing and then of course you'd be jawing and tempers would flare can we get this on video like we need to this jade this might need to be a a, a new live video for the athletic i'll fund this (laughs) yo i can go anywhere i'll light his ass up i don't care i'm in see if he can swim in the deep water see what see what see how the how those uh those floaties work for him take him way the hell out there on the half court um yeah so he doesn't sink in the deep water, which is far beyond the three-point line. You're not a shooter. You don't get it. All right. Um, Please. Let's go with a team we talked about a little bit already. Bye or bye, Toronto Raptors. Bye-bye. See you later. I'm buying. As in, I'm in. They, I, I just like what they do. It's a team that naturally is built to play hard. Uh, we talked about Scotty Barnes. I, I think when they get Siakam back, that's only going to help. And I, I don't, I, I get what Trey's saying. They probably could trade him, and I think they'd be okay just going with that young core. But I, why not give it a shot and see if you can get back in the playoffs? I like what I've seen from OG. I like what I've seen from Fred. I just, yeah, I just like that team. I like the makeup of the players. I think they're, uh, I mean, it's a scrappy bunch, and that's kind of what they've been for a while. And the fact that Scotty's better than I think most of us anticipated so quick is. It's kind of like the cherry on top. I, I buy them. I think they have a chance to be. I don't want to say anything. I usually I gotta save my ridiculous takes for oh for later. Okay, uh, hold on. No, that's, that's no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I need it. We need the ridiculous take. <laughs> I, I, I mean, Miles Bridges will be an all star this year. I don't know if uh, is it, I don't know. What does Flint, that have to do with the Raptors? I know, he I know, he no, watches no. Michigan State beat Michigan one time. And now look at that. All of a sudden, during a Raptors chat, he's like, and Miles Bridges is going to be an all-star. Hold flip, on. Flip, baby, not, flip. Not one time. We've beaten them 10 of the last 13 times. This is what we do. All the Walmart Wolverines, they all threw their stuff. They took the receipts back. They went back to Walmart. They threw them away. Spartan dogs all day. Top five. We're going to the natty. You know what it is. <laughs> smacked in the natty. Oh, my wow. gosh. I know we're going to schools smacked. like this. <laughs> we're going God. to the natty. Okay. They might, they might qu- if they play Georgia, they might quit in the third quarter. Like I'll just- turn it off. <laughs> I won't even watch. It'll be so bad, dude. Yeah, I feel bad for Kenneth Walker if he's got to play Georgia. Ooh, Heisman. Let's go, dude. He's about to get okay. But your drive. thoughts on the Raptors, James? <laughs> yeah, we. Oh, I thought I got. Them. I thought I got them all. I like the. I like them. My, my, I like them. I, no, you said you didn't want to give your hot takes yet, and then I said no, oh, we need oh. it, and you said okay, Miles Bridges, <laughs> yes. All Star. Okay. No, nothing to do with the Raptors. He's right. like, Mo Peterson too. <laughs> Raptors legend. I was gonna say, I think they're a playoff team. Not a play-in team, a playoff team. Mm, top six. I, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with that. That wow. was my hot. T- I, I just had a hot take in general. For, I have. I like to have one per show, and it was Miles Bridges is gonna be an All Star. But I'll save that for a later date. Okay. Raptors, no play-in team, playoff team. Yeah, strike strike Miles Bridges All Star from the record. We'll get into that later, uh, and that'll be a great revelation <laughs> to all of us. Um, I am a little worried that half of their wins so far have come against a team we'll discuss later, the Indiana Pacers, who might just be real bad. Um, Get Dave Dufour on the line. <laughs> so I'm a, well, they, you remember, they're missing Edmund Sun, Sumner, so that's, uh, that's, that's a big, the big hole in their rotation right now. But um, but so I'm a little worried that, that some of that is just like, you know, struggling or bad opponent. But their defense, I think their defense relies a little bit too much on creating turnovers, and I don't know that that's – sound but i do think like overall they're gonna be a if they're healthy they're gonna be a top five defense in the league like they are they are really good they they just got to figure out how to consistently make enough shots but defensively yeah. like they're man there's they can switch everything they can defend any way nick nurse wants them to um like that's that's a fun defensive team and all interchangeable parts Right. (laughs) Once they're fully healthy, it's all just like, okay, the next long wingman comes in and and wreaks havoc. Even Van Vliet is kind of interchangeable because even though he's super small, like he can guard in the post. He's he's not that much reliability in the post. I I love watching Fred Van Vliet play. Yeah, yeah, I do, too. But I'm going to I'm going to wave goodbye to the Raps. What? I'm going to wave goodbye. Me, too. B.Y.E. I I think they're. They're not deep enough scoring wise. Um, and in the long run, like scratching, clawing out wins every night is tough. 
they're going to end up missing Kyle Lowry a lot more than they have so far. I, I just think like when, when the dog days come, that, that's a team that just won't be able to score. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, they're really, I mean, they're really bad at making shots. Right? Like, it, yeah. It improves once Siakam comes back, though. I think they'll have a little bit That's of a better flow offensively. I mean, it's not like he's a great shot maker from three or anything like that, but I think it he kind of creates a little bit more chaos on the offensive end in a good way that gets mm-hmm. defenses moving. I think it'll improve. I don't think they're going to be a great offense, but I think it'll be just good enough. And with how good their defense is going to be, it'll make up for that. Yeah. Like I, their offense is just like floating because of like right in the middle of the league, at least through the first couple of weeks. And I, I really hate the whole like they're the best defense in the league right now, number one rating, or oh, this team's bad offensive rating right now. I was like, yo, we played five games. Like, what are we doing? But uh, their their offensive efficiency is resting solely on them them rebounding their own misses. Like they're rebounding like thirty yeah. percent of their own misses right now, which is an insane rate to keep up. Maybe they will, but so, I I don't that I'm not so certain we'll we'll keep up. That's a great game plan. Hey, just throw it up to the rim. We'll just we'll go get the offense. Works for Zion, right? right? Yeah. Like he's just dude, yeah. just like I'll just keep jumping until you can't anymore. The good old Ricky Davis. <laughs> hey man, that's Hall of Famer Ricky Davis. Okay, <laughs> put respect on that name. Yeah, we're gonna put some. We're not gonna slander that name on this podcast. Um, all right, how about this team as a title contender, the Golden State Warriors? Before Clay, t- we don't even know what Clay's gonna look like. Bye bye. Bye bye. Anybody buying or buy? Bye bye. Goodbye. I'm not. I'm not there. Because look, it's still the same team that they were last year, and it's going to rely a lot more on Curry. Oh no. What do you mean? Oh no. What do you mean? Oh no. Curry still has to be the one that goes off on most nights for them to be able to get going. Jordan Poole, who I was really high on, has started out very slow. A little bit worried about that. His misses are just not even close sometimes. it's This is the same team right now. Defensively, I'm not sure where they're at. When Clay comes back, that's going to take a while to really get him going. Like Even though he's going to be on the court playing, it's going to take him at least a month to kind of ramp up and be ready for NBA-level basketball. I'm not there. I'm just waving bye-bye to them being title contenders. Mm. I'm, I'm purchasing them. I'm purchasing them. They their supporting cast is much better now. Jay Lacob, d- d- despite despite what <laughs> Mo says, like they have guys who know how to play basketball now, and and that's what you need around Steph Curry. I, I am worried about Jordan Poole. Um, he's in such a tough role for a guy who's never really done anything in the NBA. Like they they run all their offense through him, and he needs to create, and he he needs to make plays happen for himself. He needs to make plays happen for others, and he's been supremely inefficient in that role um but i th- i think when clay gets back that this team will be pretty deep they'll be very skilled and they have a lot of knowledge and i'm also i'm stunned that andre iguodala is moving like he is <laughs> like, yeah in october he, he looks like he's shed like three or <laughs> three or four years from when he was in miami he, he got he got four or five years younger from from when he was with the heat heat culture didn't 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 stick with him, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm in on the Warriors. I, I think they're a lot better than last year. I want to see what happens when Wiseman gets back, though. Like, how, how are they going to work him back in? Because I'm not sure, unless he's gotten a lot better, that he'll actually help them. But well, obviously, you, can't, you have, you can't you have to play to a guy better, who's though. that young and that important you to your future. You can't expect Wiseman to get better. Like, he's just rehabbing, right? Like, there's no way he's had a chance to really work on his game. So I think yeah. a lot of that's going to be catch up on the fly. Yeah. For a guy. Like, yeah. But with, I feel like with, with, with a young guy like that, a lot of it is just like figuring out what to do. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, maybe just decision making. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so, so some guys can learn like just looking, watching film all day. So yeah. we'll see, but, but yeah, I do want to see what happens when he gets back, how that changes the rotations, um, how that changes the way they play. Cause 
obviously he's the pick and roll big and like he and Draymond aren't a great fit and he he and Steph the the style Steph plays isn't always like ideal so we'll see I, I want to see it but I'm purchasing I'm, I'm purchasing, purchasing I'm buying B-U-Y <laughs> because I just I, I, I refuse to go against that light skinned dude Stephen Curry that's where I'm at. That's really I, the I, just, I refuse, I refuse I thought, to be I, on I that side. Say, of, Nemanja Bialica? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not. <laughs> I just refuse He's to be on that side nice. of history, man. No, thanks. I've seen this movie before. Yeah. Um, Damian Lee. I've made a lot of jokes about like he's on the team because he's Steph's brother-in-law. Damian Lee is good this year. Yeah. Like, he is. he's shooting the way everyone thought Jordan Poole would shoot. He's been really yeah. good so far. I'm impressed. You were you were just like six months ahead with your Bielitsa take. Yo, Bielitsa is Professor Big Shots. He's always a positive, okay? He's always a different <laughs> At 28% three-point shooting right now. Hey, you, they're four, they're, they've got one loss. Is that really hurting them? <laughs> Five and one, baby. They don't, need, they don't need them to knock down shots yet. It's Professor Big Shots. What big shots is he missing? Get out of here. He's <laughs> not Get in the game. Don't, don't, He's not don't, in the don't, game don't, for the big shot. Don't scramble. Don't scramble. Don't scramble because you're the only one out on the Warriors. No, no. I'm the only one that will be correct. I'm okay with this. No. That's, not, that's, I don't know if that's ever happened. Um, all right. <laughs> Many times over. Speaking of culture, buying or buy <laughs> to the heat culture as title contenders. Guys. I'll just tell you this. This this is this podcast is going to be out before the uh, power rankings are posted. Number one, Miami Heat. Number one in the power rankings this week. Up to contender tier status. The Miami Heat. You buying or are you saying goodbye as title contenders? That's a purchase. That's a purchase. That is a purchase. Yeah, it's a purchase. Not buying. Not buying. Bye-bye. See you later. I'm not buying. They're, they're, Trey's not buying. I'm not buying. I like it though. They playing hard. They're thirsty. They're double teaming in regular season games. I I just don't believe in the in the, in the health factor. I'm not wishing bad health on them, but I just don't think it holds up. I'm a little worried about their depth. I'm a little worried about that. If you're not a Max Roos guy, <laughs> um, didn't he get hurt? <laughs> I think he got hurt. <laughs> he got hurt on Saturday, so no, not anymore. Um, I don't. They don't have a ton of depth inside. Um, so I'm a little worried about that, although I, I do like Deadman. Uh, but, yo, I we got to see this in the in the playoffs because he looked not quite as good as this, but similar in terms of aggressiveness in the on offense. And then the playoffs, it went away completely. But Bam Adebayo is, like, taking it to dudes right now. And, like, in the fourth quarter, just, like, powering through guys. And... If that's the band we get in the playoffs, then yeah, I'm I'm buying as as a title contender because I do think like I think he's such a matchup problem that just got a little a little too overwhelmed by the moment as as Milwaukee last week was just like do what you want we're not worried about you and he's like oh shit they're not worried about me why why what's wrong with me and now he just looks like, <laughs> he looks like a different dude I'm I'm concerned about the death but I'm buying this I mean. Jimmy Butler's playing at an unbelievable level. Everything Zach said about Bam, Tyler Hero coming off the bench. He looks like he's ready to have a big bounce back year. Kyle Lowry's got them playing faster, playing with pace, pushing the ball up more. I'm buying, Zach. Yeah, to, to me, yeah. Lowry hasn't even started scoring yet. He hasn't <laughs> even like, tried to Duncan score. Robinson's not making shots. Lowry's Duncan not making Robinson's shots. Not making and any they, shots. And they look this good, yeah. Yeah. And, and, but like you guys have all said, the depth just isn't there. So they, they cannot afford any injuries when it matters, really. Well, just wait till Omer Yurt 7 gets in the mix. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, that, guy, that guy can ball. That might make me I'm say bye-bye. Bu- the, tur- the, Turkish, <laughs> I, the Turkish Elijah some are calling him. No one's calling that. I just made I'm, that up right there. Bye-bye. I'm bye-bying. As a championship contender, I think this is a team that's going to be a monster in the regular season. Like we were talking about earlier with uh, the Raptors when the dog days come, like the, the Heat are going to be the team you don't want to play in the dog te- in the dog days, whether you're a good team, bad team. Like they just have too many guys that are just 
I hate saying it, built different, and I think it'll show. I think once the playoffs come, though. You did not hate saying that. You, you, you had that <laughs> you the dramatic pause. I was like, here, let me deliver this. I'm sure I was he trying to think of something note. else to say. <laughs> it says it, it's like uh, Ted Lasso. Every time I walk out my door, it says built different on a, on a sign with a sharpie. Um, I, yeah, I don't – in the playoffs, I, I, the depth is a thing. And I uh, – like Trey, I don't wish bad health on anybody, but I do wonder if they'll be able to hold up for the course of a season. And I could just see the depth paying the depth paying and playing an issue. Um, once it comes to series and, and that late in the year, I, I, I wonder if they're just going to be a really good regular season team and maybe lose in the second round. The other part of them being a, a legit contender to me is that I don't know who the elite teams are right now. Like James Harden hasn't looked great. He, he's got to work himself back into shape. The Kyrie thing is still a huge issue. The Lakers have not looked good at all. Like, I, I'm not sure. I mean, Milwaukee, if- Milwaukee's look, look, I get it. Milwaukee's been up and down a little bit to the first two weeks, but also, like, Drew's hardly played. Brooks hardly played. Portis hardly played, right? My whole and- they, they were not, like, invincible at all last year, even when they won the title. My whole like, thing. Yeah, that's true. Also, Zach, I'm seeing early on, over usage from a lot of star players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Paul George may burn out. Giannis is overused because their lack of depth. Like Giannis is playing up to thirty one point six minutes now. Like that's very Giannis and Middleton, by the way. Mm-hmm. And coming off these three seasons in twelve months, you know what I mean? Like it, it's just something to pay attention to. Not saying yeah. that they're going to get hurt, but I think that they get tired eventually. They're going to gas. And it's going to really depend on sometimes not sitting guys for a loss, but like affording to lose those type of games instead of like wearing these guys down. You know, like obviously it's hard to tell Giannis that he's not going to play or that he can only play a certain amount of minutes. But you have to start to think about those things because the depth is breaking down. And that's the last thing you want is for your star player to kind of dwindle down you know what i mean or over usage you know what yeah. i mean and you look at those situations of like who these guys are and and what they have to deal with i'm watching it with paul george paul george is going to average it's probably going to be top three in scoring but when it boils down to the final end of the regular season he's going to be gassed like those james harden after you know when james harden would win mvp mm-hmm. and just all of a sudden be cooked by game three of first round i mean the good thing for Paul George, in that respect, might not be playing in the playoffs. Right. The they're going, <laughs> that's right? that's like, fair. That's I mean, fair. we can move on to are you worried? Because I think it's a good transition, Trey, of like the Clippers. Like, look, I get it. No Serge, um, no, no Kawhi. But you're right. Like, Paul George is doing so much and he's doing it at such a high level. And it doesn't matter right now. Like, they're losing these games. They're, what, I think, one in six at the time of recording this. Like, they, they just don't. He doesn't have any help. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I mean... Especially, I think, like, Terrence Mann, right? I like Terrence Mann. He's riding off that that jazz series. And the same thing is how everyone's high on Jordan Poole. It's like, you, we buy too quick instead mm-hmm. of letting these players develop or watch them go through some growing pains. And I don't know. I just don't think that Paul George has that much help in, in the Clippers. Yeah. That's correct. They're, they're one and four right now. Uh, yeah. And then, this, yeah. Like, when they were playing so well last year, some of it was guys that w- were very unexpected doing things, right? Like Reggie Jackson shot been, out of his mind and terrible. played so well. Yeah. He's been yeah. horrible. So you need him to live up to those expectations, especially without Kawhi. They need that that extra playmaking. He needs to be much, much better for them. And then Batum, like he hasn't given them nearly the same impact he did last year. and mm-hmm. And so... Some of these guys, it's like like they got unexpected contributions from those guys last year, I think, mm-hmm. and they're not living up to it so far. And Terrence Mann, too. Like during the playoffs, he was unbelievable, and now he's falling back down to earth a little bit. It's, it, everything's tougher when you lose a star. Yeah. And everybody else has to do a little a little more, maybe stuff that they're not completely ready to do. And so it has kind of a trickle down effect where it impacts everybody. For sure. And I think on the Terrence Mann front, if you just 
didn't have expectations of him this year going into the season, right? And you're like, hey, he's giving you, you know, 9.6 rebounds, three and a half assists. He's, you know, not shooting great, but he's been okay. You'd be like, oh, I'll take that out of Terrence, man. Yeah, he's doing a bit right. of everything. Yeah. But the fact that it was like, okay, he's going to have to fill in for Kawhi. Why Kawhi is out, but look what he did in the playoffs. And every, like now you've got expectations. And now it's like, oh, he's disappointing. Whereas where he is in his experience and everything, he should be just like, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's a nice contribution. But now he has expectation. That's tough. And But the expectations right. are our fault, right? And like the, the media and the fans and all of that. Because like he just had an unbelievable run in that Utah series as yeah, as, as Trey was saying, but this is who he is like it, it, you got to let him develop and build up and get his career on track like anybody that thought and just flat out thought like, OK, he's going to come in and replace Kawhi. You're an idiot. Because you're not understanding how good Kawhi is and how impossible it is for him to just come in and 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 and, and fill that in in his second or third, his third year. Like it's not going to happen. Like I think it's just it's this is good stuff he is playing well like I got to see them in their one win against Portland and it wasn't Paul George it wasn't Reggie Jackson it was man Luke Kennard and Isaiah Hartenstein who, who were killing the Blazers like for the Clippers I just had very low expectations from them this is kind of who I thought they were going to be okay that doesn't well I wasn't going to talk about them but I am now worried about the Blazers based on just that one sentence you said about how Terrence Mann Luke Kennard and, and <laughs> Isaiah Hartenstein them. were crushing Crushed them, them. Yeah. <laughs> So I'll just answer that one quickly. Yes, I'm worried about the Blazers. Uh, no, I think I think there's some validity to what you're saying there, Mo. But some of the expectations also comes from the organization. Like he's playing 29 minutes a game, right? Like that's a dude that you want out there doing more than what he's doing if he's going to give you you know 29, 30 minutes a game. Now probably not the expectations we had for him, but like I, I do think there's that's. But somewhat a, on the organization too but that's a good thing like them giving him these minutes is for him to develop like for sure this, this, oh, is, absolutely. this is a gap absolutely. year for them right so like this this should be the year where they're giving him even more than 29 minutes let's see what you have in him they just gave him a pretty nice contract uh extension you're just now you're trying to run him into the ground 29 minutes like, like playing 33 minutes isn't a big deal like for him at this point, he needs the development and the reps. Like that's the important thing. So that when they get Kawhi back next year, they know what they have in him. Yeah. Um, move on to the Pacers. James, are you worried about the Pacers? No, you want to <laughs> jump into that right away. <laughs> what did Dave say that Carlisle was worth 20 wins by himself? No, no, no. He said like one or something like that. Oh, he, no, he was oh, completely okay. down on Carl. Like, Oh, Rick Carlisle doesn't matter. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, It was the opposite. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then it was you then that said they're worth 40 wins. Somebody who was on the no, other you, end of that. Your numbers, your numbers are very confusing <laughs> I, I'm here. Fa- I'm being facetious. Um, yeah, yeah. well, they're, this is the thing. This is my, my point on that, right? If the issue yeah. has been coaching this whole time, which has been what Kevin Pritchard has said, right. then, all right, Carlisle should come in. Or maybe, just maybe, this <laughs> group suck. of players – not the group of players you want together, which has been my whole point since they fired McMillan. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And I mean, listen, I think it's what you just said. We've all had issues about the fit in this roster and, and how it works for a while. I, I think now we're seeing that Nate got the best out of it and was able to get it to work and whatever the expectations they had for themselves in the playoffs and maybe a little too much, but I mean, now we're seeing, I bet you they wish they had that back now because it's a team that has like kind of no direction. I know they're without Karras and they lost the great Ed- Edmund Sumner and they're still recovering from that. But <laughs> they still have TJ, TJ Warren, to be fair. They still have yeah. TJ Warren. Don't have so like there yet, are, yeah. well, yeah, on the, there's points to be had, but it's, it's still just a, a wonky fit. And it, that team for a couple of years has felt like a team that has a trade to make if they want to. And it feels like they can alter this on the fly. Yeah. It's just a matter of figuring out who's worth staying and who's who's not. I'm I'm down on this on this group as a whole, but I don't I'm not worried about them yet other than like the hole they've dug themselves by going one and six because like in terms of Carlisle helping fix this thing, like they lost a close game against Charlotte that they should have won. They lost a close game mm-hmm. against Washington they should have won. And they lost a close game against Toronto that they probably should have won. Right. And so like right. those are and, and even the even the loss to Brooklyn, they came out they came out of the gates and great, like game of runs and all that shit, but like they came out of the gates like destroying them. And then just mm-hmm. couldn't score. And I don't know how much of that had to do with Brooklyn. I mean, Trey, maybe you've got a different take on that. But I, I just looked at that. I was like, okay, those are four games. Three for sure they probably should have won. Maybe the maybe the Brooklyn one as well. But 
like they win, you know, even two of those four games, like we feel differently about them. For sure. No, I don't think they've been terrible. It's just a matter of, it's just always the same question with the Pacers. Like what's the ceiling with this group? And I think there's an avenue to where we maybe don't question that as much if they make a move and we always look at the front court. Yeah. It's time for them to shake it up. And it has been for a while. I mean, Turner should be, this could be a blessing in disguise. A minute ago. Um, Maybe potentially seeing what's up with Levert, you know, moving him again. Mm-hmm. Um, Sabonis is here to stay. You know what I mean? Maybe not going all in on Dorje, but like letting him hoop. Um, and against yeah. against Brooklyn, they just they don't have any closers. You know what I mean? They play hard, yeah. but like Brooklyn's the type of team. Even if things, I think people overreact with the Nets is because they expect them to go, you know, sixty and something. Right. When they got so many things that they need to handle internally and find out, like Blake Griffin hasn't been wet, doing well. James Harden is, you know, not in game shape, but still trying to figure things out and adjust to the the no calls. And then also, you know, LaMarcus Aldridge has stepped up for them, which has been a surprise because, you know, this dude was retired. Like, and then now he's coming in and have to play more than a role than he's supposed to do. And I mean, you can just go down the line, but like, the Nets are going to win those type of games against those type of teams, but against good teams, it's going to show and it's going to take a minute for them to actually figure things out. I don't know how soon before they actually say, all right, we need to make some changes, but you know, leaning on Patty heavy and you know, other guys that just probably was supposed to just kind of soften the blow. It it hasn't been great at three and three, they play today and you know, I'm sure they'll probably come out with the win and improve to over 500, but it's just still a they lot. Will come out with the win tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, the thing is, the is they play down the teams' enough. levels, though. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. sometimes the, the games yeah. are like nastily close for no reason, and then right. you know, obviously, Kevin will probably go on a run, and and James, obviously, James, well, he led the team in all scores and got to the line, I think, 13 or 15 times, which you know, people have been making a big deal about, I mean, a bunch of points per game has been going down since the no cause of the lean and jumper stuff. I, part of it, I think, is the ball. I think guys are still adjusting with the new ball, with with some of the shooting and things like that. I forgot huh? all about that. I didn't know, I didn't know they started this year. I, I thought it was it's next just, year. It's just that it's their new ball. It's the exact same basketball as the Spalding in terms of like <laughs> makeup and everything. It's the exact same. It just says Wilson on it, but that would change. Guy, anybody. Like, but, as, <laughs> but as like you guys know, like players don't like basketballs that haven't change. been broken in. Like they just don't. Right. And so you still have a lot of basketballs that have not been broken in, I guess that are being used as game balls, but like that it's not like, we don't have the composite ball now. Like it's not yeah. that it's not back to like oh six or whatever that was like it's not the Steve Nash saying this is cutting my hands because yeah, well that, you know, that whole thing was a disaster when they did that yeah that was crazy yeah I I don't like I don't like the new basketball theory other than like okay some of the balls aren't broken in but like come on you playing like shit like that I don't think it has anything to do with the basketball yeah. with some of these guys um I'm gonna say this not gonna be a popular internet take but. I don't know that I want Malcolm Brogdon as the lead guard on my team. He's a nice player. Good stats. Why is that not going to be a popular internet? The internet take? fucking loves Malcolm Brogdon. Because they love Malcolm yeah, they Brogdon. Love Malcolm the internet Brogdon. think Malcolm Brogdon is the one? Look, I'm just telling you, yes. a, lot of those, a lot of those basketball people on the internet love Malcolm Brogdon. And he's a nice player. He's good. I just He's their lead guard. I don't know that I want him as my lead guard. I like him way more in a complimentary role. He's a Tobias Harris of guards. Oh, Okay. You want him as your if he's your if he's your leading the way on your team. There's a ceiling, and it's not very high. Mm-hmm. But if he's the second or third, he's probably overqualified for that role. I don't know. I I agree. Like I think there's a just in terms of where you want him in the pecking order of your team. I think it's similar to Tobias Harris. Really mm-hmm. good player. Don't want him as my go-to guy. Not saying that Tobias is, but there's been instances in his career where he has been. Um, if that makes, I don't know. Maybe I sound crazy. You just sound disrespectful like to Tobias Harris. That's all. That's, I like that comparison. <laughs> I do too. I like Malcolm Brogdon too, but I don't. Yeah. If I don't want him as the best player on my team, they got to get Malcolm Brogdon playing for Doc Rivers. 
then he might that's really. The, that's the secret to unlock it. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens with Tobias. Every time Tobias plays for Doc, he's like three he times balls better. out. All right, last one, and Jay will start with you. Are you worried about the Celtics? Yes, yes. It does not from look a, good right now. From a standpoint of they are not going to be great, but I expected them to have an adjustment period to Ime Udoka, sure. to Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown being the primary creators of everything rather than having an all-star point guard-ish next to them yeah. uh, who, who was driving a lot of the offense. Ish Smith, you mean, right. Yeah, so... <laughs> I expected some of it, but I also think they just got a lot to figure out. They don't have many shooters outside of Tatum and Brown. They're switching like everything. They they switch an inordinate amount of ball screens and it's not always going well. Um, their bench, which I think could be pretty good. Also, like they don't, they haven't played any shooter. Their bench is like Schroeder, Richardson, Grant Williams, and Jabari Parker right now, and it's like there's no that's, shooting. That's rough. There. Yeah, there's that's... no shooting, and, and so I think they've they've not tried to, but they've made things a lot harder on Tatum and Brown. What's that weird Be- record you guys freaked out about? And by you guys, I mean Boston media of like Aaron Aaron Neesmith like broke a record for not missing consecutive threes in a practice so or he, something like that. Yeah, it'd be like, well, three-pointers without missing two in a row. Okay. He has not Wait. done that in games. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he hasn't hit a shot, right? He's, right. he's over. <laughs> he he he's has over not 10. done that in games yeah. yet. Um, but, yeah, they they need to, I think, figure some rotation stuff out. Mm-hmm. They I think Ime Udoka is trying to – get them to learn the switch everything technique. I don't think he's going to do that as much as he has so far. And I think sometimes it could work. Like Al Horford looks looks good defensively. He's, he's blocked a ton of shots so yeah, far. He does look, he's, he looks, he's held up he pretty fresh, well against yeah. guards. And that's been like one of the, the positives for them. But I just think some of their personnel decisions and the amount of post-ups they're running, like they've made things difficult for Tatum and Brown. And, and they need to find ways to get those guys on track especially Tatum he's had a bad inefficient start like he, he's he's put up a lot of points per game but it's a lot efficient of wise too, yeah. like he's he's shooting horrible from three not not much better from two like he's had a very very inefficient start to the season I was just they need to get him on track I, just I was just wish- wondering to myself like oh why why is Al Horford so fresh and forgot that the Thunder sent him home halfway through last season because they were taking <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, that, yeah, that's that why he's so fresh. Yeah. The, the one thing I was hoping Yudoko was going to do was kind of add some stuff offensively, and they just look exactly the same. Everything's really just one on one play, right? Like they barely have many possessions with ball movement and things like that. Like that's what I was hoping would change. Like we haven't seen anything change in the Boston Celtics offense since like year two of Brad Stevens. Yeah, and and, and Brad, for whatever his flaws were he was always a very good defensive coach and pretty much regardless of the personnel, they always had good to great defenses. Right. And, and so that that's been one area I, I've wondered about, like can Emeo Doka come in right away and build a good defense? Um, and I, I think like at times, like they're pretty small, they've got Schroeder and smart and Tatum and Brown, like with some of their best lineups, they're pretty small and, and they're trying to switch everything. They haven't done a good job on the glass all the time. They've got issues, man. That there's there's some worry over there. But I never thought they were going to be great either. Yeah, like and and to be fair, it did this with Indiana. Like they lost two double overtime games, right? Right. That thing looks a lot different if they win those games, and now they're four and two instead of two and four. Yeah, you know. But it's just it's more like just the ugly basketball that they've played. Than, right. than the results yeah, 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 of yeah, those that's games. That's fair. Like, they just shot 36.5%. No, they, they gave up 36.5% shooting and lost. I mean, they, they shot two for two for 26 from behind the arc. Two for 26. Missed their first 20. It was brutal. It was horrible. And all the stuff that Udoka is stressing, ball movement, assists, like, it just hasn't been there yet. So, yeah. Fun times in Boston. <laughs> there you go. 
<laughs> well, at least the Patriots are really good. No. Oh. How's hockey going? Bruins? Ma- Mac Jones is going to be the one. I don't know what that means. Uh, that's going to do it for this edition of the Basket Buds Athletic NBA Show podcast. Make sure you're subscribed to The Athletic, getting the best coverage of sports and the NBA in general on the internet. And of course, make sure you subscribe to the feed or follow the feed, depending on what your podcast platform is. If you can leave a five-star review, do it. You can hear the dogs there leaving a five-star review as uh, this building continues to be confusing for some of the delivery packages. I've had so many packages misdelivered to my apartment, and I don't understand why. It's like they think I'm the receiving office or something like that. I believe that's what just <laughs> happened here. Uh, make sure you're checking out all the podcasts on The Athletic. Make sure you check out all the Athletic NBA show days. Make sure you check out No Dunks, all the team-specific pods. And uh, for my dogs, for Trey, for Jay, for James, for Mo, I'm Zach. Would you feed your damn dog? It's dead, man. There's people at the door. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>